how we met. Bazario Mwanza. Sife Mwanza. We met in Dola. Yeah, at the studio. We came over to record some songs and yeah, that's how we met. How we met. Hi, this is John Mumba. Well, we met at church 2013. It's an interesting, it's an story. interesting story. How we met on Lifestyle. My name is Pepecho Paswani, Mrs. Pepecho Paswani, or Pastor Pepecho, whichever one. My name is Rudolf Paswani. Um, others also know me as Pastor Paswani. Um, yeah. How we met. It's always a conflicting story, but I think mine is the truth. <laughs> so it was at the Set Apart Conference in 2013. Uh, I was helping out with Deco. I was very new at Set Apart. Then I saw a fine guy walking my direction. Then I said, girl, who is that guy? I was asking my friend. Then she said, no, 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 hold on, girl. He's got a girlfriend. I said, no, that was not my question. Who is he? Then she told me he was Pastor Gladys's son. And so after that, well, I couldn't notice him, but then I think he dropped his game. So, yeah, <laughs> that was the first time I saw him. Then maybe meeting, talking to me at church a year later, he was our youth pastor. Um, so my first impression when I saw her and yes, I did have a girlfriend um, but I did still think that she was beautiful. I remember going to um, the place where my mom and dad worked, and so she happened to be working there. And I actually didn't know that they had hired someone new. So it took me aback, and I was like, mm, okay, so the parents have uh, started working with models nowadays. <laughs> so I thought that, and obviously never told her that. So I just greeted her, and yeah, that was my first impression, the fact that she was beautiful. Okay, so my side of how we met is the fact that, you know, I saw her first before I met her. And I saw her at that very time when I went to see my parents. And that was the very first time that I actually saw her. And, yeah, I just really didn't think much of it. Just, okay, so there's a beautiful girl around here nowadays. And, yeah, life moved on. Blush, blush. <laughs> It was my birthday. Our first date was on my birthday. Uh, I just turned 25. So about that time, we started talking, and then he invited me for dinner. I was single, and I was just saying, okay, this guy is very sweet. So our first date was on my birthday. Um, so our first date was actually a first day. Like, it started right in the morning. Um, you know, uh, I really knew that I wanted to court her and um, for it to lead into something because I had actually prayed. I was in a season where I was praying about my wife. And so the move that I was making was not just about game, but for me it was also about revelation. So I asked her, um, first of all, to breakfast. So I picked it up very early in the morning with flowers in my hands. I think around six in the morning. I yep. picked her up. Um, we went um, to a five-star hotel, had yep. breakfast buffet. 
And after that, I dropped her off at work. Then I asked her if I could also pick her up for dinner, if she had any plans. And she said, oh, I don't have any plans. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. Then later on, I picked her up. Then we had dinner. And yeah, it was an amazing, amazing first date. We still talk about it till now. Yeah. The time that I was asking her out, at that point, I had already uh, decided that this is the person that I wanted to court. So, of course, at that point, I was not in a relationship anymore. Um, so then, yeah, um, I asked her out and uh, by God's grace, she said yes. How I asked her out, um, I was very point blank. I just said, um, look, I really, really like you and um, I would want to actually court you because I would want our relationship to progress into something uh, very meaningful um, and successful courtship being, uh, you know, leading to marriage, that is. So I just, uh, I never beat about the bush because I was very sure of what I wanted. So I just, I just told her point blank. Okay, so he asked me out and I said yes because I was interested. Um, so I had started having dreams about him. Mm-hmm. And I know this brings a lot of questions from people, but let me explain. I had started having uh, dreams about him. Then I went to my pastor and said, look, I am dreaming about the youth pastor. I do not like this because the last relationship, I'm the one who messed up. And so I cannot afford to mess up my church and set apart. I don't want to lose those things, so I'm not interested. Then all she said, mm-hmm. and interestingly, it was his mom. She just said, okay, so we will pray for God's direction. So the Lord started showing me, and I just couldn't fight it anymore. So when he asked me, I was already aware what was going to happen. So interest was just... I went to my mother-in-law to tell her that I was dreaming about her son. Sounds crazy. (laughs) But she was the only mentor I had. Like, up to now, she's the only mentor I've ever had, so... Okay, so in terms of how mom played it, mom played it very cool. Like, she's, yeah, she's cool like that. So with her, she never at any point discussed anything that they were talking about. I think, um... The one who I spoke to more was my dad. And I remember going to him and telling him that, okay, dad, I'd want to, you know, ask um, Perpetual out on a date. And then he's like, what are you waiting for? I was like, oh, okay. Um, So I guess even with him, um, he, I think both of them um, shared this gift of being able to discern what is to come. So even with him, he had that gift of being able to discern. So I think somewhere within, uh, you know, his mind, he sort of knew that this might be the direction that these two are to go if they ever went that that way. So, yeah, he, he just said, OK, what are you waiting for? <laughs> the proposal. Uh, so I always wanted a very private proposal. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I didn't want the pressure to cry when I see the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and also just for me, I wanted it to be a moment between the two of us. Mm-hmm. So like even when, because on our first date, he told me that he was going to come with his people. 
in about five months yeah, yeah. to pay a bride price. So um, then, so obviously the proposal, I could kind of hint what I wanted. So I wanted a very private proposal. So one Sunday, uh, actually Saturday night after they paid the bride price, you know, the Lord was like, he's going <laughs> to give you the ring tomorrow. And I'm like, Lord, really? So my best friend then texted me and said, what are you wearing to church tomorrow? And somehow it didn't register that that's what God was talking to me about. And I said, look, I'm wearing a maxi dress, a maxi skirt. And I described Then she said, no, send me a picture. I want to see, <laughs> like, how nice it will look. I'm like, why am I sending you pictures of my clothes? She says, girl, just send me that thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then also the previous day, mom took me to do my nails. She always did nice things for me, so I didn't think much of, much of it. It was a massage. I did my nails, toenails, fingernails, so she played it cool again. So now uh, the proposal... I go to church because I was always early for church. And um, I find one of the guys and says, no, uh, they've locked the front, so please go to the back, use the back door. It was not strange again because they always locked the front door. So I walk in and it's just really, really awfully quiet because sometimes they used to get noisy when they're setting up the music system. So I went and then I just now can see what's happening and I see roses and candles on the altar and there's an ark set up and this guy is on his knees so yeah then he asked me to marry him i couldn't hear the rest of the things that you were saying because i was so excited (laughs) (laughs) it was uh it was easy in the sense that i knew what she liked um the fact that she wanted it to be intimate and uh, yeah, I remember the arc is something that was very interesting to make. We went through so many ups and downs trying to make that arc. Um, but yeah, it was special in the sense that church was the one place where we, we it was like our special place. You know, like every couple has got like maybe a special outing, a restaurant. For us, church, interestingly, was our special place because we both used to serve so much at church. And yeah, there's a whole story behind that. But yeah, so being able to propose to her at our special place, our favorite place, which was in the presence of God, was that one thing that I also really wanted. And yeah, it defined the rest of our of our relationship, um, yeah. Ah, the ring size. I think I actually had to do a bit of, um, uh, you know, private investigation. I used my, yeah, you didn't know that, right? So it actually worked really well, yeah. So I used um, my uh, sister, Ruth, to try and get some information and yeah i don't know how she did it but eventually she was able to tell me that ah okay so the ring size is is that so my wedding dress mm-hmm. uh so um you know when i was younger i thought that i wanted a fancy dress there was this Nina Penina gown that I wanted that cost a lot of dollars. <laughs> but by the time our wedding was approaching, my heart had changed had changed so much. I was not focused on the dress. So my wedding dress was made locally by a brilliant designer, yeah. Lusungu, Lusungu Mudondo. And I don't even know how I found her, but when she made my wedding dress, I loved it. 
first try I got chills I'm like yes this is my dress and it's what I wanted and honestly I wasn't even thinking oh I should look here I just went one place got what I wanted and yeah you are here and you said you'd never leave we need you Lord we need you Lord Ah, seeing her walking down the aisle was very emotional. Um, just thinking about our journey, just thinking about the faithfulness of God, you know, where He leads you in a particular direction. And every time when God is leading you, there's a part of you that, that thinks, okay, but is it really God? Like, will I be okay? And now just seeing all that coming together and seeing her coming down the aisle, it was very emotional. It was, it was uh, yeah probably the most beautiful moment um yeah we've been married almost four years, four years now turning March. four in march yeah. Okay, resolving conflict. For us, we have grown so much because mm-hmm. when we were courting, we used to argue a lot. And I think that's something that surprises a lot of people because yeah. they think that, ah, oh, you guys, I don't know what. Yeah, but we argued so much when we were in courtship. So we have grown. Um, I think for me now, I'm now at a place where I understand my wife. There's just certain times. I just see her, you know, maybe I'm picking her up from work. She doesn't even need to say anything. Just the way she sits on the chair. I just know that, ah, today I just need to be a little bit careful. So I think just understanding my wife and knowing that, okay, so if she's in this space, how do I then accommodate her? How do I then compliment and not actually aggravate or make the situation worse? So sometimes, you know, there will be stories that I would have wanted to talk about, but because of seeing her in a particular space i then out of wisdom know that actually maybe this can wait let's you know go in this direction just so that i help her to to you know come back to her normal self uh how i resolve conflict uh humility um learning to hear my friend and seeing where they are um, and to say that we've come a long, long way, like he said, because for me, I never used to apologize. Cool, you're upset, you come around. Uh, but now learning to see that even if this person is tender-hearted, they're very patient with me, they're very accommodative of me, I must now make room for them when they're not having an not so good day I must be able to humble myself enough to apologize you know and reassure my friend I believe that's where the Lord taught me how to apologize (laughs) I am sorry what I did made you angry Mm -hmm. not I am sorry you feel like that because it's a whole different thing when you say that the arguments during courtship, yes. I said, you know what, Lord, if this guy is not the one, let it be over. I don't want to waste another year of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I just, God wasn't just letting me have it my way. 
I believe it's because a lot of pride had to die. Mm. Uh, up to this point, I'm so grateful for that season because two proud people cannot do marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay, learning to trust. Um, I think for me, it comes from how much I lean on God. Um, as I said, that I believe that it was God who led me into um, my relationship, and I still do believe that. So, trust comes from knowing that um, wherever God leads me, then He has my back. Mm-hmm. And there are so many things that I did not understand then when I was uh, following Him. Um, because I even remember telling my wife that uh, before I actually asked her out, I thought she was high maintenance. Because, uh, yeah, she always looked on point, hair always done, nails done. I'm like, how is a brother going to manage all that, you know? (laughs) But just being able to trust God that, okay, God, you know what? I'm with you. You are with me. And, yeah, so that spilled over into how I trust even in our relationship as well. Through healing. Um, I believe that healing created an opportunity for me to see my husband as my husband, Mm -hmm. not my ex who cheated, not my relatives who could have let me down. So healing, submitting to God to deal with my heart, teaching me to learn things again, what I could have learned from the community unknowingly. Well, I appreciate uh, Pastor Rudolph. I always choose to call him Pastor Rudolph because he's such a priest. Uh, He's kind. He's very kind. He's uh, gentle, yet firm. And also he's my friend. Um, What I appreciate about my wife, of course, she's my best friend. Like, we have the most fun together being able to um, get excited about going home to her or going wherever she is because you know that you know there will be lots of laughter lots of real conversation and I also love the fact that my wife has a big heart you know that's actually something that I noticed about her even before we started um, courting she has such a big heart and when she loves she really really loves so just seeing how she loves me how she loves our two beautiful babies and how she loves also everything that comes with me how she loves my family my siblings it's it's beautiful i love the fact that she has such a big heart how will you know that he's the right person grow your relationship with God Mm -hmm. because everything that I could tell you stems from your relationship with God. Uh, The Bible says that his sheep know his voice and a stranger's voice they will not follow. So grow your relationship with God. I think um, being able to know what God wants for you will always stem out from your relationship with God. As my wife said, um, there's so much that you can teach, but it all boils down to how close you are with God. And so at times when you are in a space where you are really struggling, um, whether or not you should call it quits has to be about 
what God's purpose is for your life, what you, you know, what God's destiny is for your life, because so much is at stake um, when it comes to this particular decision of who I should end up with for the rest of my life. So it's important that as we evolve and grow in our relationships with God, we learn how to hear from Him. We learn how to hear His voice, and He then leads us whether we should keep going or whether we should stop. It has to be about what you know He's leading you to. Second August. Are you sure? Ah, okay. Sixteenth <laughs> of September, twenty fourth of September. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not a big deal if he forgets my birthday. Yeah, it's not a big deal that she forgets my birthday. I think it's what happens in between the birthdays that matters most. My name is Pepecho Paswani. And my name is Rudolph Paswani. And, and this, this is, is How, how we, we Met. How We Met. Bazario Mwanza. Sife Mwanza. We met in Dola. Yeah, at the studio. We came over to record some songs and yeah, that's how we met. How we met. Hi, this is John Mumba. Mumba. Well, we met at church 2013. It's an interesting, it's an story. interesting story. How we met on Lifestyle. Tuning to Lifestyle next week and get to hear more interesting stories on how we met. Lord, you got me saying,